on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Cods aren't wizards. (laughs) Gods aren't wizards. That's silly. After defeating a deadly div ambush. You were still in the steaming kingdom. You just had a fight after meeting the proprietor and talking about the threat to the steaming kingdom from Mugland, your rival. And having my heart broken. And having your heart broken by a big, sexy beef kitty. That's not a real beef kitty. This is horrible. He looked beefy, but he would blue. But he went to have a a nice bath with Psyche here, but turned out to be a div. Uh, And you guys got into a fight with some familiar Agash divs. You knocked out the guy that uh, was in disguise with Sykir, uh, and you broke his fingers. Micah's angels were assaulted by the gilded gunners. Uh, and you were healing up and trying to figure out what would happen. Breaking into the entrance to the Steaming Kingdom was some gilded gunners. I had Eleanor stay near the door because she was paranoid that this couldn't possibly be it. They were not threatening enough. She was worried that there would be more. And she was right. And now have a much bigger fight on their hands. So we are going to start this episode rolling initiative. And I'm going to roll initiative. All right, I want to count how many people are on my initiative at one, two, three, at least 14. <laughs> it's about to get even hotter. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss gunslinger. Yeah! Yes! Now. Shadow Wizard Money Gang, we love, love casting spells. spells. Welcome back to the tour of the inner oh sea. <laughs> this time we're going to Shadow Wizard. I mean, we're going to Nex. Last time you caught us, we were in Geb, looking at all that undead stuff. Ugh, undeath. Get it out of here. Today, we're going where all the cool kids are. Next. You mean the nerds who do magic? Legalize magic of mass destruction. <laughs> Legalize nuclear bombs. This message brought to you by Shadow Wizard Money. The Council of Three and Nine, which is what uh, Nexus government yes. is. Yes. <laughs> it's a bureaucracy. Nerd. Yeah. I kept waiting for you to say Raid Shadow. Raid Shadow, Shadow Wizard Gang. Nexus is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. It would be. Uh, but this is actually, I'm, I'm very. It's very fun to do this uh, tour of the inner sea after our last one, which was on Geb. So next is Geb's boyfriend. I mean, uh, rival. Um, it is named after it's Boy Foe. Boy Foe. Oh my God! Like the William. <laughs> William Boy Foe. It's William Boy Next, the person, not the nation. It was a super duper powerful wizard man. Might still be is wizard man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of, if not the greatest uh, wizard to ever live on Galarian. What um, about Nethys? Well, I don't know if Nethys is actually a Galarian person that ascended. That is fair. I thought that he was just because he was human doesn't mean he was from Galarian. Mm-hmm. Technically. Taps side of the head. I thought that he had like actual history, like traceable roots. Even I don't know, but I also know he's a god now, so he don't count no more. Oh, oh, oh okay. gods aren't wizards. <laughs> gods aren't wizards. That's silly. Uh, but as you know from our last tour of the inner sea, he uh, uh, was Geb's rival. Uh, they apparently they got along for some amount of time. Huh. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Nethys came so- from somewhere to the west of Osirian. Well, there you go. Yeah. 
Then why didn't they mention him in the book, Paizo? Anyway, um, maybe he wasn't a wizard. Book? I'm pretty sure that he was all yeah. of the spellcastery boys. Doesn't count. Get also, his worshippers are stuff. wizards. <laughs> um, but uh, Nex is probably, if we're talking about Nex, the person is probably the one who started what ended up being the thousand-year war <laughs> with Geb. I thought it was a lot more just nebulous and circumstance but the more i've read about it in uh again lost omens impossible lands the more it seems like nex was definitely the one who kicked it off trying to be expansionist um he created the flesh forges which are in nex which is great and we're going to get into mm-hmm. that Ooh. love the word flesh forge love anything with flesh in it. Uh, that was my nickname in high school which was weird because I was homeschooled. He also found immortality through the creation of his own demiplane. <laughs> if you think about it, a pregnant person's a flesh forge. Indeed. And a 3D printer. His demiplane is called the Crux of Nex. Uh, and apparently shards of this demiplane are used to create uh, like different things that are recognizable. Like one shard of the stimuplane was used to create the spire of Nex on the Isle of Cortos, which is where Absalom is. Oh yeah. It's like a mile tall uh-huh. concrete or stone looking pillar. That's still there. That's still there. Hell and yeah. adventures go to sometimes. And there's like the Why? apparently like uh, it's, it's there's a tower. Each okay. floor has like connections to different planes or something. You know, adventuring and, stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um and uh, also, there's another shard that was used to create Nex's Refuge, which is some sort of place to escape to. And there's like a gate to it in the capital city of Nex uh, called Quantium. Maybe he did <gasps> escape to. Yeah. I think maybe. Quantium is such a cool name. Yeah. It's funny because like the, there's like the gates of refuge, I think they're called, were closed for thousands of years. Uh-huh. But about six years ago in Pathfinder time, they opened. And you know who came out of those? Okay, I saw this and I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, people started coming out of them and they were, come on, come on. Oh, I saw this too. Come this on. is awesome. The passages of Nex, the most mysterious influences in Nex are various people who resemble slain enemies and victims of the Wizard King himself oh, who shit. claim to speak for the absent ruler. They have started to come out of the refuge of Nex, which is one reason why people think Nex is on his way back. He's returning. And that's why... He's tired of a long-distance relationship. And that's why Geb has picked up in his, like, interest in his own kingdom again. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh... There are rumors. That bitch coming back. Things are happening. Hang on. I need to make sure that my place is clean. My boyfriend mm-hmm. is coming over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, fun fact about... So, the countryside of Nex, again, we're talking about the nation now, uh, is very similar to the Mana Wastes. Not quite as bad but very ravaged by the centuries, if not millennia, of warfare and magical stuff happening out there. So a lot of the food in Nex comes from Geb, (laughs) which is very funny. Geb, where everybody's dead and mindless undead work the lush, fertile fields. Them zombies are great farmers. Mm -hmm. Look at Chet's daddy. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. Undead make great farmers. That's right. Um, We are farmers. Uh, But the three major cities that you'll find in Nex are Quantium, which is the capital. Coolest name. Uh, Onapion. I don't know. Nex is pretty good, too. Well, yeah. Uh, Onapion, which is the one of the major economic cities. And then there's the like military fortress city 
of Acanus, I think is what it's That's called. That's how I've been saying it. Um, Quantium is super cool. I have some artwork here that I'll show you guys. The artwork of Quantium is really cool. Yeah, y'all check out Lost Omens Impossible Lens because it has the sickest artwork. Here's a picture of Quantium. I love it. Oh, it's so pretty. So magical. Very magical. I love magical. seeing these people just like hurtling themselves at mock speeds yep. while flying. Look yep. at all them people with wings in the sky. Uh, that's on page 250 of the Lost Omens Impossible Lens. The kind of motifs I get when looking at the different artwork for the cities in Nex is well magic of course (laughs) but it almost feels like ancient Persian yes I was about to say it but I was a little afraid to yeah it really feels like ancient Persian maybe a little bit of ancient Babylonian in there uh, to a certain degree it's like it's very interesting because we've mentioned uh, Osirion being kind of very Egypt-inspired. We haven't gotten to talk about that place yet, but this feels more like the magical versions of ancient Middle Eastern empires uh, on Earth that never went away, kind of. Mm. But Quantium, I'm just actually going to read from the book to describe it because it is a super cool city, and it's really hard for me to think of better ways to explain the way this looks. Quantium is a city made to eclipse all others. Imagine a city of a circular plot, 15 miles in diameter, and encircled by a wide C-shaped road. Upon the road is set two golems the size of three-story buildings patrolling back and forth ceaselessly. Both wear the blank countenance of the wizard king who made them to defend his dream of a city. Eastern city terminates into a mile-wide port that lets in water from the Obari Ocean, allowing traders to dock with goods from abroad. And hidden below uh, the waves of the city's port side lies the mouth of its complex aqueduct running beneath the city into its heart, a two-mile diameter lake. Um, I'm actually going to show you guys a little map from this book of quantium because it's really kind of hard to describe without it there you go here's the map of quantium dome you'll you'll see it's like uh, a circle on like a peninsula kind of thing oh shit there's the w word warlocks (gasps) they exist (gasps) we're gonna have to see that edited in the uh in the new orc release Uh, but you'll see here there's like a big port that goes into like the center of the circle of the city. Port. And then there's that big lake. Uh, and there's like this tower uh, in the middle. On the bottom end of the tower is it's called the wash port, which is like where a bunch of ships can come and dock. On the upper end is like the grand palace called the Bandashir. Bandashar, I think. I like Shar better. Bandashar, I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Next itself, you'll see on this map has two different levels. Uh, they're labeled here with words that I don't know if I can pronounce. Juwali and Nwezi. Nice try. I Good tried. Effort. But there's like two different levels and there's a bunch of staircases that go up in between them. It's a really kind of mind-bending city. Again, all of this has like the kind of sort of ancient Persian empire aesthetic in its architecture. With the round tops. Yes. That come up to the little spire. Right. Um... And it's just a kind of a crazy place to be. Uh, when you're looking at the stat block in the book uh, on page 253, there is uh, a special feature called Nothing's Weird Anymore. 
quantum uh-huh. residents uh-huh. regularly mm. see extraplanar beings, travelers from afar, constructs, flesh forgers from Acanus, oozes from Onepion uh, or Napion, and more walking on their streets. Nothing surprises them at this point. Whether a character is a monster or a member of an obscure ancestry, heritage, or class, residents of Quantium are unfazed and rarely treat those characters differently than they would a human in the same circumstances, other than respecting the power of any being that's obviously dangerous. That's weird. That's kind of perfect fantasy city, high magic kind of deal right there. Because it's just so magical. I have another picture of like a, a market in Quantium here, and you can see like a little dragon guy coming through an interplanar looking door. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love the red awnings going across the buildings. Uh-huh. It's almost got, yeah, it's got that ancient feel. I recently was watching The Prince of Egypt. I'm just like, Haha, I see it. Yeah. This is on page 254 of Lost Omens, Impossible Lands. And there's like, in the image, there's like not a single individual there is of the same ancestry. Like, it, people are from all over the place. Um one other interesting thing more about Nex in general, uh, but this is also applies to Quantium. Um, the Demon Lord, Abraxas, Ooh. is the Demon mm. Lord of Forbidden Magic. Ah, uh, and Love he's that. a patron of the, it's kind of like the Hermaeus Mora yeah. ordeal, you know? Um, it's less tentacly. Less tentacly. Uh, he's the patron of those who seek knowledge at any price. His clergy in Nex is somewhat more pragmatic in exchange for their faith being tolerated within the nation, massacring rivals and performing murderous rituals is generally frowned upon as it attracts the wrong kind of attention from powerful figures. So basically the worship of this demon lord is kind of tolerated because of its connection to uh, knowledge. But its practices are kept secret. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. They put Um, on a good face for the public. And just don't let them know they like to murder people. And that is kind of a big thing that I've, when I was reading this Lost Omens Impossible Lands on Nex, is that Nex used to be this like pinnacle of the world in terms of magic and like mm-hmm. prestige. And there's still a lot there. And it probably is one of the apexes of like to learn about magic and inter- interplanar travel or whatever. Um, but it is not what it was. Uh, it is a shell of its former self. And there are capital P problems. Like there's a lot of crumbling old uh, civil infrastructure. The again, the countryside is rav- like ravaged wasteland. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous to travel between the cities because of like bandits. Um, so it's Detroit. <laughs> yes, and rogue flesh forges. Yes, let's not forget the literal gargantuan-sized rogue monstrosities. Yep. <laughs> So there's like a lot of things that are swept under the rug, you know, in terms of what people talk about. It's like everyone knows these things are problems, except if you're an outsider. And then you just kind of don't find out until you suddenly see a flesh forge mm-hmm. coming after you. But it's it's a really interesting kind of take on a very magical kind of kingdom or ordeal. You were talking about Warlock because you saw it in the map draw. Warlock's Walk, uh, Quantium's most popular park, stands in stark contrast to the shrouded, dark secrets of the palace. Uh, Spanning a swath of unparalleled supernatural biodiversity, this outdoor park at the west rim of the Juwali, so the top part of the city, serves as the primary parade ground for the city. The most consistent draw is the simple pleasure of watching the Vizier's Fountain, a massive marble creation matching the materials of the palace where water's... Uh, within dance and graceful hypnotic gouts. 
nearly annually, there are claims to a wish being granted to altruistic souls assisting the most impoverished individuals than themselves, leading the walks most frequent visitors to speculate that the vizier refers not to necks, but a long-trapped noble uh, genie, or genie, I guess, in modern parlance, uh, who tried to contest the wishes of the Council of Three and Nine. That's the kind of stuff you have in Quantium. It's just like the most magical, yeah. the most out there. But yeah, Nex as a country is very neat and it fits that I want a super magical place niche. Jacob, why don't you tell us about the horrors that you've been reading about? I got to read about the fun, serious side of Nex. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 town, the city of Akanis is basically where their military is made and stationed. It has these giant machines called flesh forges that Derek Ugh. mentioned earlier that was used during the war with the Geb to create giant flesh monstrosities or constructs that they would send, you know, to war with Geb. And since that war stopped, the machines were more or less turned off. I think they might have some of them go sometimes because you do get some flesh forges in cities like um, Quantum and whatnot. But for the most part, they're not going. Um, but they're also broken some of them or acting on their own yeah and let's not forget the major issue that happened i think a decade before the current time period where something called the evisceration happened where Aww. one of the flesh forges exploded and covered a fourth of the city in just something called the awful which is a giant mound of flesh that Why? is it's, it's still alive like it's the way they describe it is if you look at it now it still looks like it's fresh happened like it's fresh meat that spreads and moves and is a danger to the city itself and then some flesh forges just activate by themselves make these monstrosities and send them out of the town uh, they honestly don't have much control of the flesh forges right now but that being said their military seems to be pretty all right in its own way uh they've got a lot of fun um words for their military uh there's the award which is a member of the military uh during while they're being trained they're called it's called the shaping um your shape sibling is someone who helps directly support the military uh but isn't like part of the military uh let's see scabs work with the awful the leadership are called the prime bodies you know very fleshy you know Ugh. body sounding names and this isn't geb this is not oh. geb this is magic these are const this is related to constructs but this sounds uh, very undead the to military me. themselves are are humanoids they're they're normal people from quantum and the other cities and honestly it's anyone who wants to it's mostly humans gnomes uh, you'll see tieflings and half orcs get into necks get more accepted by joining the military and every once in a while you'll find planar beings or drow will also be uh -oh. join in yeah there's actually a very for right now at least yeah there's a very cool Can't image wait for the errata. of a drow on page 274 that is part of the it's it's a ward of necks because you can tell by the sword and it's just a really cool get up for a drow I, I actually just really like that picture but like it's very interesting because their military is serious you your your day is regulated all year long, but it's also kind of reasonable how they treat their troops. 
It's like they work half the year. They're off half the year. Even if you're off, you still do have some duties. Um, you're from like beginning to middle management to high management. You're told what to do and you very rarely leave next and you're just there to be the military. But they also encourage it. This military also gives a lot of strong found family vibes or band of brother vibes as they are. They're encouraged to build relationships with each other to build bonds with each other and i think one small detail that i found really cool was that the leaders of various garrisons or troops about mm -hmm. once a week will make they will cook a meal for their troops and serve them food or if they don't have the ability to Bonding. cook they'll they'll cater get catering done for them so it's like a very personable way of relating or bonding with their this troops the office pizza party yeah um and just like it's it's kind of neat i didn't get to read through the entire chapter but another thing that stands out very important in a Kenis is the um one of their traits is called major militarization. The overzealous and often intentionally traumatized military per police of Ikanis impose strict curfews, ask for papers, and, are, and generally don't trust anyone. The police's attitude towards anyone they don't immediately recognize, especially foreigners, are treated one step worse than usual. So if you are a stranger, you are automatically treated one step worse than they would typically treat you. I have a uh, image I found here. Um, I was just going to interject. You're talking about uh, Acanis and the awful with like the flesh exploding on yeah, it. The first image that you find in this area, the awful is like streaming over buildings. You can see yuck. there it's attached yuck, all veiny-like. Yeah. I forget um, what number this is, but you know the... The Predatory Sun SCP, mm -hmm. the one where it just makes this big flesh monster. Yeah. That's well, there's, exactly there's what There's also looks a like. separate SCP that is like a, a infectious the flesh. The flesh that hates. The flesh that hates. There you go. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> a lot like that. Um, and there was one more thing I was looking at that I thought was interesting before I ran out of stuff to talk about. I have about. an interesting thing to mention too, so go ahead. Um, all right. Um Oh, yeah. The way they train is like they have training, like your typical training, but they will also do this thing called mind streaming, where they basically take training and trauma from other soldiers and psychically shove their memories into other soldiers to just tr that way they get combat experience and know-how just by shoving other people's memories into the into these trauma much yes that's actually it's part of it they do very much traumatize their own soldiers it actually builds up kind of like a paranoia in them and because in the past decade since the ev evisceration uh, the high leadership has been doing less leading because the the one in charge of the military wants to focus more on retaliating when Geb does something rather than starting a war. But because of that, they're not focusing on all the other tiny details. So there are little pockets of soldiers who just go out into the menaways and they're like, Geb is the enemy still. And they just find Gebites and kill them in the menaways um, because they are kind of not getting as much leadership as they used to. So their military is very loyal, but right now, a little bit of them are misguided because they're just not being given direction. Perhaps so the military itself is very dangerous to Traumatizing strangers. your people into, into being good at what they do is bad. Yep. Oh, then last thing I saw that I thought was dope, uh, outside of Ikanis nearby is a dragon by the name of Ghost Maul, an oh, yeah. umbral dragon who has been paid 
by the Church of Phrasma to go into the Manawes and hunt undead. So wild. Like the, a yearly tithe that the, the dragon coyly threatens to leave his post every year in order to secure a bigger offering. Um, so like that's he's, a dragon for yeah, you. He'd be in a dragon, but the, the church of Phrasma actually pays this neutral evil adult dragon to go hunt in the men And I just thought that was a really fun touch to, uh, to mention. This is really cool. How does he so prove nifty. that he's killed things and not just waited around all year? I mean, I'm sure they ask for reports and people mm. see him do his work and there's less undead when he do his stuff. But like, I, it's neat. It's, it's cool. neat. Nex is such a weird, fun place. It and really is. When I was reading about it, it was not quite what I thought it was going to be. Mm. I thought it was just going to be the big magic place where everything is super cool and magic-y. And it does have that. But it has this kind of weird dark side to it. Yeah. That the more you dig in, the more interesting it makes it. You know, next is where the Gorons originated. I did. Oh, yeah. I, they were, because the land was devastated entirely, Nex asked a renegade druid named Goris for help creating a form of plant life to survive the landscape. And this plant life was granted intelligence and the ability to adapt. And over the years, they evolved into sentient beings, their own race of plant people. And that's awesome. Those yeah. are the plant people that have the seed. That yes. If they die, you can plant the seed. They will come back. Their seed is in their belly. Yeah. Yeah. I love But Gorons. people were eating them, so they had to eventually oh, make yeah. them citizens of the nation. But oh it is legal God. to eat the corpse of their old body that they leave behind after they grow a new one. That's legal. No that's, that's really weird. No soul. Free game. Yeah. No, it's like <laughs> they, their whole consciousness transfers to the new body, so they made that legal, and it just... That's the only part I don't like. But those plant people are really cool. Really, really cool. So here's a question. Does the body keep growing afterwards? It's a corpse. So no. Like, does it just become plants then? I think it's just a body. Just made out of yummy plants. So they have a reason to be paranoid. They're delicious. <laughs> if God didn't want me to eat these guys, why'd he make them out of food? <laughs> Mood. It's like they don't have, they don't really have, Gor the Gorons don't really have like human emotions, but they mimic it. And because they don't reproduce, they don't really uh, ascribe to like genders and stuff because they're literally plants. And they, some of them change their name every time they change their body. And some of them literally like link minds and form a bond or they can feel each other's pain and all that. That was the most fascinating part to me. If I, I love Gorns. Correctly, some of them will choose to have memories like dragged out of their head. They will forget because they've lived for so long hmm. that some of those older memories can mess with them. So they either choose to forget or somehow are forced to forget willingly. Um, I remember reading that one time, which I thought was a cool way of looking at someone who lives for a very long time. I love that. I've always thought Gorons were cool, and I didn't know until I read this book that they came from Nex. Mm -hmm. Um, they showed up in one e Pathfinder towards the end of its content. They did. They were one of the last, like, newly created uh, races. Man, y'all should run a game in Nex. I'm just saying, guys. Nex, Geb, I love playing Outlaws of Alkenstar, but Please. I think what makes it great is playing in Alkenstar that is wedged between these two. That's, like, the kind of big weight hanging over your head yeah. as you're playing here, you know? Oh, man. Well... Just like, could you, 
just I'm sure there are people in the real world who know how this feels, but like we don't. Could you imagine being a tiny country between two superpowers <laughs> who are just ready to kill each other and you're stuck in between them uh, that that exists in our world that like yeah, i know it does mm-hmm. absolutely was, uh, we don't know how that feels so switzerland in the early 1900s yes <laughs> but like that that's it's just that has to really weigh heavily on the people of alkenstar because there are rumors of both geb and next just ramping things back up but the crazy thing is how long it's been um, yeah and, uh, oh, another fun fact I remember seeing is that Ansel Alkenstar, the titular Alkenstar who founded oh, the, the city. The Ansel Alkenstar? Yeah. He is from Nex mm-hmm. originally. Technically speaking, Alkenstar is part of Nex, but that's a that's a very heavy technically speaking. That's a on the paper. On the paper. Not uh-huh. in real life. Yep. Is Alkenstar the Texas of Nex? They just kind of made them, they just they <laughs> went to go Nexus. independent, but Nexus. actually succeeded. If we're being real, it's probably closer to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke Guam? because they're also the Western city. But like, I don't know, it's just, it's more like they're definitely part of Nex in the government structure, but like they do not report to them and like they have their own leadership and trading and everything else. So like, but Nex is very certain that Alkenstar is still part of next which is hilarious yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah anyway i, th- I think that's gonna wrap it up for this tour of the inner sea There's that whole city we didn't talk about i know we couldn't even get into on on Onapion, i think it is you should at least show that picture of it because it's cool oh it's like forgive me but i had to mention the, the city of alchemists oh it's this picture the one that has the shield yeah and their fancy rings it looks like a cathedral surrounded by um a shield Force field. Surrounded by a magical force field, like a snow globe of a space station cathedral. Almost like you got a a toy from the Warhammer 40K. Yeah, it's the Warhammer universe. version of Quanti- Quantium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's so cool. Well, you know, Quantium's pretty cool, but centuries before the Starstone was raised, the Wizard Kings, Nex and Geb, warred with one another, scarring the land between them. We just talked about that. And them the Undermund Wickland. From that, the going that was ashes, so mushmouth. <laughs> the going ashes of the man of waste. <laughs> I almost got in a loop there. Uh, Rose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis <laughs> of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. Clockwork wonders. To clockwork the world. Wonders. Clockwork wonders. <laughs> what was it that cat did? A cake. A or cake. A cake. <laughs> or a cake. Stop. <laughs> uh, to the world. I had a brain lapse. <laughs> Alkenstar is the pinnacle of, of innovation and, and determination cake. in the face and of cake. insurmountable I love cake. cake. On the mm. streets, cake and Alkenstar is a non stop race to stay ahead of the cake and it is here that a desperate group hungry for cake living Ooh, on the edge of the law i am hunts for the cake who cast them out oh wait. they what? are the outlaws a cake of and star. cake when we last left you guys you were still in the steaming kingdom you just had a fight after meeting the proprietor and talking about the threat to the steaming kingdom from mugland your and rival having my heart broken and having your heart broken by a big sexy Beef kitty. That's not a real beef kitty. This is right? horrible. He looked beefy, but he was blue. He was a blue div. Blue and beefy? Blue, blue and beefy. I'ma die, I'ma die. <laughs> uh, but he went to have a, a a nice bath with Psyche here, but turned out to be a div. Uh, and you guys got into a fight with some familiar Agash divs. You knocked out the guy that uh, was in disguise with Psyche here, uh, and you broke his fingers. You also knocked yes. out another Agash Div, uh, and you were healing up, 
and trying to figure out what would happen, the some of the guards had like gone back to like their posts and they were setting the place up again. And as they were doing that and you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do, breaking into the bottom, the bottom of this map, the entrance to the Steaming Kingdom was some gilded gunners. I had Eleanor stay near the door because she was paranoid that this couldn't possibly be it. These agash, agash, they weren't, they weren't the threatening, divs. the divs, are they? No, I thought the guy was the div. They're all div. Oh, well, they were not threatening enough. She was worried that there would be more. And she was right. And not only that, you heard like, like a pistol cock behind you from the bartender and two oh, of the- Oh, the bartender too, that's right. And no, two of these the bard, patrons. I thought. No, the bartender. It was the bartender. I thought the bard had a, had, had a had gun like a in, in their a, loot. Yeah. Uh, the and then there's also two people uh, at this communal table that stood up and like grabbed weapons. No. Wait, two? No, Drow. I think it's that. It looks like an instrument. The Wait, the, the tokens table? look like an instrument to no, zoom in I, and realize it's gunpowder okay. into a, a. That's what I'm talking barrel. about. These two tokens okay. over here. The I are, thought so too. At the communal table are gilded gunners. Yeah. And I forgot to. Uh, not have them be visible. Uh -huh. I was wondering yeah, if you I guys... saw them, and I was nervous because I thought they looked like they had guns. I thought, see, I and honestly, then I thought maybe they weren't guns. Maybe they were instruments. I thought they were holding a loot. That's yeah, good. that's what because I thought too. Zoomed out, it's harder to tell. I it's a just gun. said that. Stop yeah. stealing uh -huh. what I said. Oh, I said it looks like a loot until you zoom in and you realize that the top half is the gunpowder bag, yeah. and the bottom half is a gold gilded gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I've and, already and the the uh, the the bullets that are going down on the thing. It looks kind of like the strap to like a guitar strap until you zoom in oh, and yes. realize it's there bullets. There we go. Uh, but anyway, I have already marked everyone is ready to go for this combat. So we are going to start this episode by resetting our hero points to one. Yay! And rolling initiative. And I'm going to roll initiative. There are a few natural 20s in there for oh. initiative on these Gilded Gunners. Decent! Like that. All right, so I'm going to need initiative from Chester Williams. Chester got a very good initiative because it was a 15 on the die plus 20. So oh. 35. Nice. Actually, hold on, Derek. Let me... Not 35. It's 33 because I was giving myself a plus 4 when I should have just done a plus 2. Still gotcha. good, though. And then, Eleanor, what was your initiative? I got a 27. Rolled a 13 on the die. Pretty good. I thought that wasn't bad. So That's here, very nice. It looks 28. Like, yeah, the machine rolled for you, so it's 28. Machine. I think that it would be antithetical of me to not use the online dice. <laughs> yeah. You must improve upon the weak flesh. Oh, you guys are going to hate this. I probably will. I rolled initiative because yeah. they're so close to me, but I didn't roll very good initiative. I might as well have still been after you. This first one gets to act before any of you guys, unfortunately. Rude. It's actually very fortunate for me because they're the one at the door. At the door. <laughs> yeah, That's why I rolled initiative. Eleanor could have, if they went first, could have uh, blocked the door. Uh, I think I'm going to shoot at Eleanor. <gasps> How dare. Wood. And I'm flat-footed, aren't I? Wood. No, not a thing in Tui. Not a thing in Tui. I've played 1E so long. Yeah, you don't, you're not flat-footed if you're not first in initiative or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to shoot at Eleanor for fun here. But no, no. Um, no negatives. No. Um, oh, baby. 30, no shield. 
34. Yeah, you hit, uh, but it is not a critical. Hot dog. All right, you are going to take. But hey, that means that they really can't roll a critical on you unless they roll, unless they roll a 20, Ooh. which is good, but honestly. You're going to take a grand total of 16 points of. What uh, did they shoot me damage. with? The gun? Uh, a pistol. <laughs> and then I'm going to reload. I feel dumb, okay? Stop. I mean, I think asking what type of weapon it is is different, especially if it does a different type it of damage than you. It doesn't look like a pistol in the picture. Like well, a different it's amount. It's, the picture doesn't always match up. Uh, if you're curious, it is a dueling pistol. Uh, that's a that's a tech opportunity. Uh, I have not yet. acted yet, so I don't have my reaction. You get react. You get your actions and reactions recharged on your turn. Okay. We were doing it by round at first, but uh-huh. you get them on your turn. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I remember oh. that conversation. Yes, but then going to move in. No one has actions or reactions. You want to see the art for this gilded gunner assassin? Yes, please. Too. Assassin? That's what the uh, bestiary entry for them is called. Remember that you can spell assassin without assassin sin. <laughs> Thank you, Ezio. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, but I love that, Where's though. the picture? <laughs> yeah, where's uh, the picture? Here you go. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't... The it artwork is not a pistol. That looks like a... I think she's a dwarf. With Don't. no beard? Ugh. I know. Heret- heretical. All right, next in the order... Uh, this guard is actually going to move over one action. I remember the guards weren't that bad. When Unfortunately, they the damage I was doing for them was not correct. They just oh. don't do a lot of damage. Never mind. But there's a lot of them, so that mm-hmm. helps. Well, I yeah. thought the damage you were doing wasn't correct and that they were doing too li- too little damage. I think I was doing too little and then I was doing too much. Ah. Because they're ranged, they don't get the same static thing to their damage. I thought there were other things to account for it, but apparently not. What am I going to have you do? I'm going to have you shoot at this, John. I love fighting myself. It's my favorite. A miss on the attack. And I thought then... that was a melee strike. I mean, uh, a fist strike. Don't worry about it. Okay. Ah, that's, that's that's about right, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, you're right. I did click the wrong thing. Ooh. Would that be a higher? It would be a hit because it's plus two higher. See, this is why so I mentioned. A, a 22 hits. 22 will hit. Oh. Um, look at Good job. Good job, cat. I think this is the correct damage. Oof. Six points of damage. It's still damage. And then a reload. Okay, I love long initiatives. How many things are in this? Yes. Well, anyway, this one's going to do this and then that, and then I'm going to chuck <laughs> this. And I can't see this movement. I just hear you narrating. Nope. Oh, that's 18. Hey. Three on the die. It doesn't matter. What's it attacking? Because Chester can see. Uh, Can you? Yeah, I oh. can see the one that moved right. Yeah, I wasn't going to narrate it because I don't didn't think any of you could see it. Chester can. Chester, yeah, Chester's the only one game. who can. Uh, Chester, you see one of the ones that like was incognito in this communal table. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Get up or was already on their feet. Move to the door, open it, and then they throw oh. a, a very familiar alchemical item into this room, and you hear a boom. God damn it, Jacob! Help me for the rules of Thunderstone. Uh huh. You only are flat-footed if you get hit, right? But they still take the uh, splash, right? Um, Thunderstone. So if d- did they miss? Yeah. If they miss, they will not be flat-footed, typically. Uh, but they will still take whatever splash damage there is. Yes, what you said. But uh, I'm seeing a oh. Thunderstone deals the listed sonic damage and blah, blah, blah. And each creature within 10 feet of the space must make a successful DC 20 fortitude save. Well, I just... See, that's that's odd because you missed 
but I suppose it would still work. This is on you, because if it works for you, it would work for me, and that's the thing you got to consider, if I ever used it. Yeah, it does work. Okay. Two fail and one succeed, so two are going to be... Deafened. Deafened, yes. If they, it's not the flat-footed that they're making the fortitude save on. That's if you hit. It's I the, don't think flat-footed is part of Thunderstone at all. Oh, I'm thinking bottled lightning. Yeah, this is excuse. It's not lightning. It's thunder. You ban Thunderstruck. Um, okay, and then they're all going to take a little bit of damage. Hold on. All right, that's that turn over. Um, this guard is going to back up. Wow, a lot of these people got some really good rolls. But take a shot at this one. I love all these things in my initiative. Nice 17. 33. 33. That's will a critical. Critically hit. <laughs> Steaming uh, Kingdom Guard for the win. Uh, also double checking. Uh, your thing is halberd for them. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. <laughs> 12 points of damage. Roll the one on the D4. I sure did. Rolled a one on the Caltrop. All right, that Torse Gunner is good, though. still takes some damage. Um, and then going to shoot at the bartender, Shmebulok. Here we go. Ooh, hit. Going to deal uh, seven points of damage to the bartender. And that is that guard's turn. All right, I want to, for the audience, count how many people are in my initiative at one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> at least fourteen. <laughs> and there's all, and that includes player characters. But this is a huge initiative. Well, there's only three player characters in that list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Drew Williams, it's your turn finally. They must have rolled really good. Congrats on rolling so high on your initiative. You get to act fourth. Fifth. fifth? Uh, does hmm. the bartender look like he has a different setup than the uh, assassins? Uh, what do you mean? Like gear wise. He looks, he has, yeah, he has like a scatter gun. Great. Chester is going to devise a stratagem on, I'm going to say this one over here because they're attacking the person in charge. I believe she was in that room. So that, you know, that's the door to the kitchen. Yes, but wasn't the lady in charge in the kitchen? Uh, you don't know if you've ever been there. Okay, because I thought we were talking about taking the prisoners to her, and I thought we had been pointed that way, but I could also be misremembering that. Um, Either way, that's where they're going. Yeah, uh, Chester will uh, focus or devise a stratagem on her, and you know what? While I'm at it, I might as well uh, do a knowledge check. Um, do it all. All right. Uh, that's actually very good rolls on both those die. What would I need to roll knowledge-wise for them? Society. Society. Isn't uh, that good for you? Yes, my society is 17. I have an 18 on the die for a total of 35. 35? Yes. Uh, that'll be a critical success. <gasps> Ooh, I lovely. do enjoy a critical success. That's, do you know that these are Gilded Gunner five, uh, Creature 5s? Uh, uh, assassins. Okay. Is what they're called. Um, what do you uh, want to know? Jeez, I, I feel like they're just human, just, just dwarf, halfling, normal people, so they wouldn't have resistances, they wouldn't have weaknesses. You could ask what type of bombs they would carry. Give me special ability. Uh, they have something I haven't used yet called Shot of Opportunity. Uh, if I have a reloaded fire, a loaded firearm in my hand and a tr- creature within 30 feet uses the manipulate action... Uh, makes a move action or makes an enraged attack, I can shoot you like an attack of opportunity. That's annoying. 30 feet? Yep. Yeah. Luckily, 
the one that went weapon is not loaded. Uh, and then no, it one, is loaded. They it reloaded. Is loaded. Oh, you reloaded and then moved. That's right. Uh, and then I get to learn I've one. Had several chances to use my reaction and have not. One more mm-hmm. thing, uh, because I got a critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you tell me what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you did get a critical. Um. Uh, t- t- what is your weakest save? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, will saves. And I'll say you closely followed by fortitude. <laughs> Child just made a power pose. Yeah, that was a that was a uh, that wasn't for Chester. That was for Psykeer. Uh <laughs> Chester will then maybe you do love me. <laughs> <laughs> draw his gun. Uh, I'm going to use my shot of opportunity to. Uh, why? Why? They don't know who Chester is. Yeah. They don't, they don't know. The two cards went. Uh, I'm going. Yeah. You actually. Mm, you I don't okay. Know this. I know. I know. I was making assumptions. Uh, <sighs> 25. Uh, that will... That's not right. Oh, I am sorry. I did forget to mention something when, when initiative was rolled, if you'll allow me. Did you get your yeah. BDSM necklace? Yeah, I filled it back up. <sighs> okay. Okay. Just, uh, your spider necklace. Don't spider forget necklace. your minus one piercing damage. Yeah, you take that damage, you filthy <laughs> vampire. <laughs> My AC is 27, so knees. that does miss. Okay. I... Thank you for your mercy, oh great and mighty GM. I will appreciate this until you critical me, and then so I'll be unreasonably angry. So you devise the stratagem, <laughs> one action, you pull out your gun. Uh-huh. Action two. And then I shoot. Okay. Um, with my gun, I have plus 17. On the die, I have 14. That is 31. But I get to add an additional one because I criticaled my knowledge check for a total of 32. Are you shooting the one going into the kitchen? Yes. That's 60 feet away. Was your range increment situation? I believe it's 60 feet. Don't you have a musket? musket. That's right. Yes. Uh, My range is 70 feet, actually. Okay. So that will hit. And what was the total again? 32. Critical exactly? Critical exactly. Yeah, Jacob. He's dancing. Um, So that's going to be 2d10 plus 2 times 2 plus 1d10. Beautiful, Jacob. Beautiful. Is it striking? Oh, and an additional D6 because of my stuff. Uh, it's fatal. Fatal D10. Yeah, but Ooh. it's striking. That's why you have two D10 instead of one. Yes, it is striking. Yes. So Tell that is... Dice. <laughs> it's a 10, 16... I'm going to get my calculator open. 21, and then an additional 29 damage. Oof. No, wait. 21 doubled. 42 plus 9... 51. 51 damage. That's, that's, that's a, lot. a lot of damage. That's, that's a lot of damage. Jacob, that was beautiful. Jeez. What a round. <laughs> that's your turn? That is my what entire turn. turn. God damn. All right. Mm. Chester, Chester's out there being Chester effective. sees them open the door and just pulls a beat on them because he, he, he sees them. He's got a nice straight line to them and just right in like the middle of their back grazes the spine or something. Alright, this other one that stood up is going to move also to this door next to the one that you just shot, I think. Rude. Let me check my movement speed. Yeah. Um, and is also going to chuck in a alchemical item. Is it the Thunderstone? E- yep. Because <laughs> okay. you hear another boom come from that They're room. They're flashbanging everybody in there so that they can move in. Totally. Yep. Uh, they didn't roll good. Not another. Uh, that'll hit though. That one will actually hit. Ah. Uh, uh. That's nice. It was a twenty-four total. Oh, it's for the NPCs. We don't have to 
give exact, I really exact like to not for... have my Duhikima sneak attack on. No, I rolled the wrong damage. Do you not have the option to turn it off? Yeah, usually I have a checkbox. I don't see it. That was eight sneak attack damage. Yeah, they're going to take six points of damage. This isn't a ton. And then the other ones are going to take splash. The one you hit also takes the splash damage. Yes, I do remember. Okay. I've done this a couple times now, thanks to you. <laughs> All right. And then the deafened doesn't affect the two that are already deafened. Correct. Uh, because of the way that works, because they can't hear it, they're deaf. And now I need to make a fortitude save. This one that saved last time makes it exactly. Mm. This, this, this uh, Hooters guard goes to concerts a lot and has got tough ears. Ah, <laughs> makes sense. But there's the damage and then that. So I moved. I didn't have to interact to open the door. I threw and then I am going to... Reload. No, I threw a thunder... <laughs> Shut up. I do have a question. Do you have quick bomber? Oh, don't worry about it. Okay, because that's a whole action to... You didn't ask that. Pull the item out. I know. Okay. I don't know if I have a quick bomber. Guys. Hmm. Chester had to get an ability to do it. Yeah, well, you're a player character, so suck it. Uh, your other enemies had quick bomber. You're right. All right, well, yeah, that's all that can do. Um, okay, so next one is going to be... Oh, the guard that is not deafened in here. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> Are you not having fun for this combat? This is I just, love this. This is a very big combat, all right, guys? I, I enjoy your suffering. Please continue. Uh, this is going... I don't know if you can see this, Chester, so I'm going to resolve this real quick. No, you can't see this. Uh, you have uh, that top door up there open. You should close it. There's two doors to that room. There you go. Now I can't see what's happening in there. I can still see the enemies at the bottom outside the door, but no longer can I see inside. But if that one died, I could see it. Uh, you see that one at the door get shot. Die. Does not die. No. Ah, dang it. Uh, and then it's going to get shot at again. Because we know that was a critical. Oh, Daddy 18. Jeez. Your NPCs are dope. Oh, my goodness. Boom. Get shot again. Uh, okay. And then that's that one's turn. I wow. thought it was a critical. Did that get double? I did, yeah. Okay. They don't do a lot of damage. Uh, this guard, now it's the guard at the front of the door's turn. <laughs> this is so confusing. All right, and she's going to shoot at the one that came through and uh, attack of opportunity Chester and all this stuff. Also shot at Eleanor, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, hit Eleanor. I did. Well, move and take two shots at this doohickey. I'm going to hit twice. Six and seven damage. All right, it is now Psykir's turn. Roll me that flat check. Plants, 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 plants. No, I don't want plants. Twelve. Uh, that is a success. You can get a spell slot back that we can randomly determine. What do you have spent? Let me look, because I have spent spells. I have yeah, spent did. one second level spell and one fourth level spell. Also, would I have had time to refocus so that I'd be a minor curse? No, you only had 10 minutes and you used that to ward medic. Okay. Uh, so unless you have that, I think it's a feat or a skill feat that lets you refocus whenever you use treat wounds at the same time. Which That'd be a good one to get, TBH. That really would be. Anyways, where do you think odds are evens? Yeah, uh, odds fourth, even second. 13. Nice dink. That was a nice dink. 
13. Mm-hmm. So that That's is my going fourth. to be your fourth. That is very you. Yes. Uh, hey, if any of you hit that creature on the other side of the room, you get a plus one to it. Oh, it's dead. Never mind. It's not, it's dead. not dead. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, no, I have a plan. I'm just hoping I act before this particular person. So it's over here that that's happening? Uh, there's two things going on. There's the uh, one that just came into the door, and you see another one about to come into the door. Mm-hmm. And then two of them uh, were over uh, in this communal table. I'm the bottom it. left. Okay. And then they've gone and are thrown thunderstones into the kitchen. I will. Painful vibrations. Uh, which the one? Unhurt one. Uh, so the, this in the one? door. Okay. Yeah. Hang so, on. Let me make sure. I want to see what that is. It is a. Fortitude. Fortitude. You said that Will was their least good, right? And fortitude is their second worst. If that's the case, I'm actually going to do debilitating dichotomy. Okay. That sounds bad. What do I do? Have you done this one before? Yes. Remember whenever I exploded the guy's mind? Oh! Oh, this one. Good old mind explosion. Mind yes. explodey. I will cast this. You're going to need to make a basic will save. Okay. DC 26. I'm going to need to make a will save. Oh, yes. Uh, I succeed, but not critically. Uh, wait, doesn't... Isn't so it your will? You rolled will, right? Yeah. Don't you have the evasion for will? And I know you can tell that that's a failure, but doesn't the spell make it so that you get one degree of success higher oh, anyway? Oh, yeah, I'd get one degree of success higher anyway, so I would succeed, and then because I succeeded, I critically succeeded. Yeah, because <laughs> of your... Uh, it's only if I critically fail. Do we? Does that stack? Yeah. That's awesome if it does. Mm-hmm. Hot dog. I remember. Okay. Yeah, the spell specifically is you get a oh, degree you of get success. A, yes, oh, that's really cool. That's neat. Look at all those D6s. Oh, man, that's a lot of ones, though. I'm going to take half of 25, which is going to be 12 points of damage. 96s. That is glorious. Yeah, 12, 12 damage for it, though. Just to see 96s roll across the screen is beautiful. They get a headache. All right, and is that your turn? That's only two actions, right? I don't think that I can do anything else. You could focus spell, but that risks that curse That was stuff. my focus spell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm at medium? Yes. Moderate. Moderate. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so it says you reveal a glimpse of the impossible conflicts between the divine anathema behind your curse. Just yeah. like, haha, time confuses you now. <laughs> does Bri do time? I don't know. Ah! It's like, ah. does Bri even still exist? Am I Bri? Ah! Uh, my head. My head. <laughs> I don't go to church. <laughs> I don't know. I don't go to church. Uh, so what and, else do you want to do? Hmm. The thing is, I am I am within 30 feet, so if I move, I could have gotten shot anyway because I used Manipulate, which is what I used to cast a spell, right? Uh, I don't know if I can get you from here. You know, you're through a wall for me. Also, that okay. one hasn't gone yet, has it? Uh, no, no, they have not gone yet. No. So they couldn't do it anyway. And this okay. one already used it this round, the yep. one that came through. So All unless right, you then, get close to them. I want to move then so I can get a look at what's happening back here. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, that bartender's gonna. They're gonna mess you up. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. We're player characters. We can handle it. It's Eleanor's turn. Eleanor, I'm so thrilled I got to go before the dwarf in the door. Eleanor, Eleanor. Eleanor, sword cane off to the side, dashes forward to block this particular gilded gunner from getting into the building. She's going to solo them. Rolls to tumble through, but land where she is. No, that's the one that I wanted to hit. You did the hit that one. There. Yeah. But now I'm gonna keep. 
I'm going to keep them from, um, not in. solo. I'm going to keep them from coming inside. You're going to engage them. You're going to gatekeep them. All right. So, yes. no, they're not getting Gaslight engaged. Gatekeep girl boss. I am gatekeeping in the best possible way. Hang so on. I'm going to roll the tumble through. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss gunslinger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, boy. Or sword cane stabber. Ah. That I doesn't have the alliteration, though. I felt that hit the floor. That is a 30 for acrobatics. That'll succeed. Sweet. <laughs> and now I'm going to try to hit. So, panashed. Turn that back on. All right. Now I will try to hit with the sword cane. Strike. I use my hero point. Uh-oh. <laughs> Trying to be daring, and I rolled a three. Not much better. Duh, does a 24 hit. Yes. All right. I doubted that that was a seven. 3d6 plus 2d6 plus four. Um, six plus four is 10 plus six plus five. That is 21 plus four is 25 damage. 25 nice. damage. That was my turn because I moved, tumbled through and, and struck. All right. That sucks. Um, okay, so that's your turn. What's well, this lady's turn that you just attacked? You would think she'd be in a bad way because you're up in her face. However, I'm going to punch you <laughs> with my knuckle duster. Oh. I use nimble dodge. No, I don't. No. No. I'm going to get hit in the face. 24. You don't hit. Can you imagine mm. Eleanor just like doing the deliberation in her mind? Like, I could probably handle getting punched in the face by you, but I want to have the opportunity to stab you if you move. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like I'm like instinct says nimble dodge. Wait, no, need chance to stab. I am going to tumble through. <gasps> How dare you use my own you move come against into me? Her house. You come into my role play. You, you use my move space. against me. How dare? What do I use to defend? Uh, what's reflex. your reflex? 19. Uh, I succeed. No, you don't. It's plus 10. It's oh, you would have to get a 29. 29, you're right. I don't succeed. I provoke. You provoke, <laughs> and I'm going to stab you yes. now. Yes. Fuck you. <sighs> Fuck you and die. Gate, keep, gate, keep. And I already know that a 7 hits because it's a 24. So let's do some damage. Uh, 2d6 plus 4. No panache. No panache. Jeez, she is in a bad way. Having to That's scroll. 11 damage, Derek. 11 damage. I hate having to scroll with my initiative tracker. <laughs> Well-timed, not nimble dodge for her attack. All right. Then Kill I am just weak. going to hold her there. Punch you again. I dare you. Rude. Oh. 30 to hit? Yeah, that does hit. Rude. But you know what? I'm not too worried about a punch, and it's not a critical. You're going to take all of eight points of damage as this Gilded Eleanor Gunner laughs. just punches you with, like, brass knuckle-looking things. All right. And that is her turn. Uh, and then the bartender's turn Uh-oh. Uh, is going to draw his... Or he's already drawn his dwarven scatter gun as part of the setup to this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot at Psyche here. And um, then he'll also hit Chester, right? Because it's a scattergun? I believe so. I'm going to double he, check that trait. Does he hit the the unconscious body of the eyeball beast? Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't it be below cover? Uh, I guess. It doesn't really matter. I don't want to be in this room anymore. What do we do with this uh, scattergun? Does he roll or do we roll? Uh, basically, what's going to happen is I attack Psyche here, and everyone else in the radius of it is going to take splash damage. Oh. Mm. 
Uh, so let's roll an attack at Psyche here. Or ricochet damage. Hmm. 24 to hit. Hits exactly. Oh. You are going to take... Arf. Arf and bark. Arf and bark. Luckily, that was a 16 for him. That is not the right which thing. Which means he has less of a chance to hit me oh, well. than he has to hit me. I missed. Me. Or, less of a chance to hit me than he has to miss me. He is actually a really, really low to hit with that gun. That was really low. Psyker, I got you here. You're going to take nine points of damage. All right. Chester, you're going to take one point of splash damage. Oh, no, I'm dying. I'm grievously oh, no. wounded. Suffer splash damage, you splash damager. Listen, half the damage I've taken so far I did to myself. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm going to spend an action to reload my shotgun and then one more action. Is that piercing damage by any chance? It is piercing damage. Then I would like to... Mm, I would like to do blood vendetta. Uh-oh. Is blood, that a reaction? Blood, blood, it blood. is a reaction, yes. What does that smell? Uh, it's blood. Vendetta. I take 2d6 bleed. Is that, Must do a will save. Is that persistent damage? It is persistent, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Yeah, it is persistent damage. I dragged it onto his thing. Requirements. Uh, you can bleed. You, you need to make a will save. Yes. Do you bleed? Uh-oh. Uh, is oh. that a failure? That is a failure, actually. Oh, oh will. Target takes the full persistent bleed damage until the bleeding start stops. The target has weakness to one piercing. Yep, and, and I can drag that nice. on my sheet as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good old weaknesses. So I shot, I reloaded. I'm going to... Bleed. Shoot again. He takes the bleed on his turn. Oh, it is his turn. End of his turn. End of my okay. turn. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a miss. A miss, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is now the end of my turn. Let's and do he's that. unloaded. Bleed. Don't forget that. Uh, I'm going to take three points of bleed damage. Ow. And then your flat check to see if he keeps. But he just got it. It's still. It's the same way. Uh, I okay. fail. I still bleed. It's, the way it works is you're you're given at least one chance to do damage with persistent. Okay. But they also have the chance of losing it right away if they roll good enough. I like to think that this is just a bitter retort from Psyche here. He just starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bleeding through his nose. Yes. This barkeep has done the ultimate betrayal. The bar the barkeeper is off limits. They're supposed to be the nice yeah. person. Yes. And now he's a traitor. A dirty, rotten Slaughter traitor. Slaughter him, Psykir. How long has he been here? I feel like we asked about the people. We did. We talked to him and everything. How dare he betray our tiny trust? Maybe they bribed him. Maybe. He didn't just betray them. Did you say betray my tiny trust? Yes. I, uh, okay, I see. What did you think I said? That's what I thought you said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Betray the tiny trust. Player characters do not have a lot of trust. I have a ton of trust. I give it out freely. All right, it is now the top of round two. Wow. Long round. Yep. That's how this one's going to be, unfortunately. Um, hopefully we start killing stuff and you get stuff knocked out of your initiative. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you okay. could if you wanted to just cross off a guard and a gunner. I might, actually. I'm not going to lie. Just assume we killed them. They spontaneously combust because they're gilded gunners. Oh, no, I like these That would guards. be powder keg punks. I'm going to move behind this that. patron that's, like, cowering. Do we get cover because they move behind the patron? What do you mean? Do we get cover? No. Okay. Aww. It's, like, human shielding. They would get cover. 
That's rude. Yeah. Do we have to grapple for that? Okay. Don't to be fair, we can see around this person a lot easier than they can. If I wanted to grab a civilian and use them as a human shield, you would make me roll. Yeah, you're a player character. Shut ah. up. <laughs> yeah, they have an NPC-only trait called Meek Shield. Double standards. Uh. Just listen, listeners. Get in the comments. Yell at the DM. We don't go for double standards here. Yeah, if the only one here to allowed rules, to have double standards is me. I will add them an action that says free action they can grab an uns- Oh, use your DM powers. Yeah. The adventure says this is what happens. That's oh, my power. Oh, no. That, okay. Yeah. The advent- still okay. So we just need to yell at Jason Bullman. Yeah, Bullman. Uh, and then I'm going to shoot. Let's see, who do I want to shoot here? The bartender. I really should hurt you guys, but I haven't done a lot of that yet. Now I'm going to shoot at this guard. This guard's closest. You know why you're shooting the guards. You want to kill one so you can have less initiative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll thank me later. Is that a goblin? Uh, there are goblins up top in the t- upper right. Are they friendly? They're not attacking us yet. I love how you said yet. <laughs> Listen, that's the same way these ones work down here in the bottom left. All right, I'm going to hit this guard. <laughs> you should, at some point, Derek, just get like a screenshot of this fight. So you can show this madness on the video. I should, because this is intense. Uh, yeah, you really should. If y'all could screenshot it, that'd be great. Because well, I remember I'll we show can't the GM see layer. everything. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I can screenshot what I see. We'll just do it. Afterwards. You see more than me, so. Yeah, I do see more than you, so I'll just do what I see. Yeah, that's a good picture. Uh, it is now guard's turn. Where are you, guard? And I'm going to take two shots at the first gunner that came through. I imagine this isn't our last combat. Probably not, no. No. Wow. One of those is a nice hit. Uh, they're both, one's a hit. Um, yeah. So that is going to be five points of damage to that one. And then that's their turn. It is now this one's turn. The one that nearly died entering this room. Mm-hmm. I'm going to step into the room you and you're not going to see what's happening. Stop that. Do we hear an explosion? You hear gunfire. Okay, that's about right. Yeah, you hear just like, <laughs> but you don't see what happens. And this guard's going to attack again the intruding gunner that came from the door on the side where you guys are. Ooh. Ooh. A hit and a critical hit. So five points of damage and then 12 points of damage to this gunner. But it's like a full-on shootout in this uh, part of the bar right now. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Bar fight! But, you know, deadlier. Oh, this is better. All right, and then now it is Chester's turn. So you see the bartender has started shooting at Psykeer and got you in it. Uh, Eleanor is at the second gunner trying to come into the entrance. You saw one go into the kitchen. One looks like they're about to go into the kitchen. And then there's the one already in the room with you. Yeah. Give me a quick second as I look at my abilities. I seem to be missing one. I thought I had taken the ability Far Lobber, which would let me throw my bombs farther. Let me check that out real quick, because... I thought that was one you were debating on. Yes, I thought it was the one that I took. I did. It's just for some reason it didn't mention it on the the, the actual page. All right. Cool beans. So I feel like all these guards up here have like a really good handle on this situation because that bartender is also just not doing a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chester's... Co- oh, he also has to... Yes. <laughs> Chester's going to move right here with his 25 feet. Ugh. Do I count that from Chester? No, I don't. I count it from in front of Chester. Okay. Chester is then going to 
devise a stratagem on this far left, lower left. The other gunner about to gunner. Enter, enter the kitchen. Yep. He will also knowledge check on them. They are technically a different one, and that plus one was valuable last time. That's the same as last time. Different person, same creature type. Yes. So I don't know how you're going to rule that, but uh, my knowledge check is 17 plus 18 is 35. I think it's the same it was last time. It's the same. Is it a critical? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else I need to know about them? Not really, dude. Okay. That's, then I get a plus one on my attack, so that's nice. Uh, my two hit is a 16 on the die, so whatever I hit them with will be critical. I also cannot do my gun because it's not loaded. So it was a move, devise a stratagem. I'm going to hit them with a blight bomb moderate. Okay. So I will roll my damage. That is 2d6 plus 2 plus another 2d6 for precision. Doubled. Wait, it's a 17 plus 16, 33, 34 with that plus 1. 34 to hit. So yep. that's a critical. All right. Uh, before I just start assuming. So this will be 2d6. All right. Two sixes, so that's 12, plus two is 14, plus another 2d6, which is seven, so that's 21. Doubled is 42. 42 poison damage. Nice. Okay. And on their turn, they will get 4d4 persistent poison damage because it was a critical. Dang, Jacob, you're just MVPing this combat. Nice. They are weak. Uh, Hell yes. Still, though, it, it, it's the power feeling. Mm-hmm. All right, and then that's your turn, right? That is my turn. It is their turn now. They are going to move into Cowart. the room, and you hear a couple shots go off, uh, and that is going to be their turn, and then I'm going to do my poison damage. Oh, oh, great. That was 11 damage. 11 damage. Let me roll my recovery check. I fail. Good. Ah. Uh, That's a critical failure, too. Doesn't matter. I wish it, yeah, I, I it wish should make it so that next turn you can't roll. It should make it so that you have a guaranteed two turns if you critically fail. That would be something, but that would also hurt a player character. Yes. I think that you should be able to hurt really, really bad if you fuck up that bad. That's fair. All right. Then it's a guard's turn in the main entrance room. I'm going to attack the <laughs> gunners in there. He's just not rolling for things that happen off screen. Nope. <laughs> Does that mean I have to chase these things down to kill them? No, I mean, you gave it persistent damage. I'll keep rolling for that. But, I meant the uh, other one. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so that's going to be, I think, two hits. Yup. Um, on the entrance gilded gunner. So that's going to be a total of five and eight. So 13 points of damage collectively. That sucks. I hate this. Why did you put so many guards in this goddamn map? <laughs> uh, Psych here, it is your turn. I think that I just need to move so that I can go get those guys. Let's see. It's 10 feet, 15, which will get me the 25. Does he shoot me? Yep. Okay. I'm going to shoot you with my attack of opportunity thing. Boom. That's going to be 25. That does hit, yes. You are going to take total of... Uh, 11 points of damage. Let me go ahead. Okay, hit I already did it. 11. Okay, and then what do you want to do? So I've moved twice. Okay, what do you want to do now? I want to get visibility on these guys. Uh, okay, so you see two of the guards in the kitchen are already dead. Are there any dead what? gunners in there? What? Are there any dead gunners in there? No, but uh, the one Chester hit is still like hurt. 
And then the other one's like got poison all over them. Already dead? Yep. Dang. You did this. Now you have to roll this on screen. <laughs> you did this. You just want less initiative. I don't blame you. Me? <laughs> no, I'm doing exactly what the book told me to do. Ah. Okay. Um, that's three. Three move me, actions. I can move more. I'd like to be able to see further. Okay. You see there's one guard still left, but they're kind of staggered. Where's the other gunner? There's one in the southwest corner of the room, and there's one okay. just north of the door on the inside of the room. And I think I'd actually like to stay a little bit closer so that I can see both. Well, I can see both either way, and I will get this way. Okay. And that's your turn? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Eleanor, it is your turn. Eleanor is going to roll to tumble through. Okay. Um, I doubt that I will. That is a 23. 23. Three is not going to tumble through. No. Didn't think so. I will attempt to... Um, I'm going to shoot you <gasps> with my shot of opportunity. Oh, yeah, because of that shot of opportunity. Yep. Fine, nimble dodge. Uh, nimble dodge. <gasps> 34 to hit. You hit. All right, that will be... Wasted. A total of 11 points of damage, Eleanor. Okay. Uh, what else do you want to do? I now am going to attempt to faint. Okay. Because of Avis. So, deception. Okay. Nat 20. Uh, I'm so mad that wasn't my attack. All right, but that'll get you panache. You Yes, I am now panache. Tell me lies. Oh, don't get me started on that song. Um, (laughs) um, And probably not the one you're thinking of, unless you're thinking of Cats Don't Dance. Then you're thinking what I'm thinking. Strike. Natty 2. My life is pain. Um, that is a 19 to hit. Miss, but you'll I do will your still do my damage. Precise. And because of the new feat that I took, I do all of my precision yeah. damage. You Not yeah. half. Such a feat worth getting. Glorious feat. Feet. 3d6 even when I miss. Hell yeah. That is 12 damage. 12. Fours on all of them. Damage. Alrighty, that is your turn. It is now this one that you just hit's turn. I'm going to um, smack you with my fists. Fisticuffs. Uh, that is a <laughs> 21, which will miss. I'm going to take a step, and then I'm going to reload my gun. Does the step get them f- more than five feet away? No. Wouldn't reloading provoke an attack of opportunity? Well, I'm around a corner now. I'm around a corner. Behold, corner. You know that's how it works. You stop giving me that upsetty face. She moved and I used my nimble dodge. Oh, well. Oh, you used it. Oh, never mind then. Upsetty face taken back. All right. That's that. Uh, it's the bartender's turn. He's going to jump out on top of the bar here. Does he have to roll for that? No. Like you make me roll for it? He. I make you roll for it when you want to do it as part of your movement. That is an action to get out on the bar. Also, he has proficiency bar jumping. Oh, mm, oh I, see. I see. Understandable. Uh, and then he's going to shoot his scatter gun <laughs> at the guard point blank. Oh. And he's going to hit. Oh, you sure do. And he's going to deal not a lot of damage. And Chester, you'll take five points. Not five points. Uh, one point of splash damage. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, good heavens. <sighs> and then that's I've his got turn. The papers. And he's going to take his bleed. That's some chunky bleed. Oh, he did not like that. And then he makes his recovery check. Aww. Aww. Reroll it. Uh, it. No, I refuse. 
All right, it is the first Gilded Gunner's turn, top of round three, the one that entered the place. And now this is place is just a full-on shootout with this one, like, I got a, a person. Like, oh, have, oh, have, oh, have oh, the and the a table's overturned. Like, started running away and whatnot? They're, like, cowering behind overturned tables again. Um, and this one is kind of just in a deadly shootout with all of this <laughs> guards. Die. How long does it, is there, I, I'm out of curiosity. Uh-huh. Is there a mechanic for shooting at her and hitting him? Uh, or is it just cover and they don't worry about that? Don't worry about it too okay. much. I was curious. Uh, I'm going to hit this guard twice. Oof. And then 12 damage and 12, 12 damage. This upper guard's not having a good time. Uh, and that's that one's turn. It's now one of these guards. There's so many guards. Don't worry, you're killing them off slowly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm going to shoot at the intruding gunner, and I am oh. going to crit. hit and crit. That's a natural Ooh. 20. So that is going to be grand total of five damage, and then 12 damage, and that gunner is dead. Yay! Yay! Good effort, dead, team. Dead, dead, Excuse right. me, it's unalived. Did any of us it's hurt been that one? Bodied. That's my favorite one. I don't think so. That's that's I like that. Get corpse. Now, Psyche here, the one you Corpsed see in the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, puts their pistol up to the temple of the guard that's like stunned oh, and no. just executes them. Rude. That's terrible. Um, Let's fight with honor. <laughs> they're executing guys over here. And then I'm going to move and reload. It is now another guard's turn. The one who is the most hurt next to the barkeep. She is going to just punch the barkeep in the face with her fist. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. She critically hits. Critically? Yes. Good. Yeah. Oh, so this barkeep is just really, really weak. <laughs> I rolled a 27 and it's a critical hit. Holy crap. Uh, that is going to be eight points. Oh, that's regular damage. So 16 points of non-lethal damage. <laughs> and he is unconscious. What? Good. Is that the first damage he took? Uh, bleed. No, he's been hit a couple times oh, and he's okay. bleed. Jeez. He took a lot oh, of bleed. Right. Yeah, the bleed. Well, he'll be a great one for them to interrogate as well. Uh, but he looks horrible because he's covered in blood. Uh, but he is unconscious and all the things that come with that. Okay. We're getting somewhere now. Chester Williams. I, I do want to ask, did I, Eyeball McDoodad die? Nope. From the shotgun? Oh, okay. Nope. Nice. Uh, Chester McDoodad is going to... Oh, the bartender? I thought you were talking about the person in the... No, no, no. Like over here, the eyeball thing from the shotgun splash damage. Uh, what do you mean? When he shot Psykir, it was in the splash damage zone. Is it dead? It was also on the ground. Oh, he's on the ground. Don't worry okay. about it. I was just curious. You mean the ga- a gosh div? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eyeball, dude. I see. Eyeball, man. Oh, goodness, I can't see any of them from here. All right, you know what Chester's actually going to do? Instead uh-huh. of moving there, he's going to move here. Okay. Other Another action, he will open the door. Okay. That's the one he shot earlier, right? The yeah, one right across from him? Yeah, she is very wounded. Uh, he's going to just throw a bomb at her. Okay. Well, can't get any deader. That's right. Uh, let's just say I threw a... Let's take a look at Lyserium Moderate, I think, is a mood. Oh, uh, God, don't do fire around the Pyronite. We don't know this Pyronite on her. We'll find out. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that is a total of 30. 13 on the die plus 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 30. 30 total. Yeah, that'll regular hit. All right, cool, cool. That's about what I thought. 
And then that will be 2d8. I do not get any additional per, uh, damage because I didn't divide the stratagem. And mm. a 6 plus 7 is 13, plus 2 is 15, plus 2 is 17. 17 points of damage? Yes. Ooh. She is very dead. Good. Hot dog. Is that your turn? Uh, move, open door, throw. That is Chester's turn. Okay, cool. Yeah, he knows another one's in there. He just can't see her. But a bum, bum, bum. There's another gunner in the oh. kitchen. Okay. All right. Um, very cool. This is boring. There's too many people. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, we've it's eliminated get a good number a <laughs> now. <laughs> That's one, two, three, four, five, six out of the fight right now. Uh, okay. So, Chester, you've moved up and you finished off the other gunner in there. So, there's one gunner left that has been taking your poison damage. Yep. Can you see? You can't see her from there. I cannot. Neither can Psykir. Alrighty, then that's that. It is now the Poison Gunner's turn. Though uh, I will inform you that for some reason, I see like a splash of light right here. That's weird. Must be a wall thing. Yeah. It is her turn. Uh, I'm going to go up and get to where I can see Chester. Now I think I have line of effect on you. I do, because I'm not around a corner because of the being in this room. Yeah. And then I'm going to shoot at you. Uh First off, rude, but okay. Uh, okay, that is going to be a total of Oof. 31 uh. to hit. Hit does not crit. Hit does not crit. You are going to take uh, nine points of damage, Chester, and then I'm going to reload, and that's my turn. Uh, but I will take my persistent John. Uh. 12 points of poison damage. <laughs> Make my recovery check, and I succeed. Yeah, you succeed. Good on you. Okay, it is now... One of the guards in here, they are going to focus on securing the entrance. Yes, they should finally lock the door after the second attack. Yeah, you really didn't have a lot of time in between them. No one expects the second attack. Uh, okay, Psych here, it is your turn. You are at the door to the kitchen. What do you want to do? Okay, so I'm going to step up so that I can see her. And then I am going to... I don't see any guards... At all, right? In there, you see the one that Chester's fighting with. You saw the one he killed and now the one he's fighting with. And you don't see any alive guards. Oh, you, yeah, you don't see any alive uh, Hooters guards at this place, but you see one mm -hmm. gilded gunner still alive in there. Okay. In the kitchen. If that's the case, then I'm going to spend another focus pool point and do debilitate, debilitating dichotomy again. Okay, so we'll save from me. Yeah. And also you. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. That looked like a critical fail. I got it. 16. Uh-oh. That is a critical fail. That is a critical fail. Oh. 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 This guy's about to get 18. exploded. 18. And you critically succeed. <laughs> I triple critical. critical. Well, I think you get a regular success. You're one point away from a crit, but it gets bumped up because of your mm -hmm. evasion for will saves thing. And I'm also treated as one higher. You crit yep. so hard it does four times damage. Oh, oh my god. Roll your damage. All right. <laughs> Jacob tried. Nine, 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 uh, uh. Lots uh. of twos. Aw. 
So that is going to be 28. Doubled is... 56, 56. damage. And they are very... 10 damage. Oh, very dead. Oh, oh, oh. Overkill. Woof. Uh, and you don't see anyone else in there. It looks like you have killed them and they killed everyone else in this room. And the card, there's like cards from this table that were in there. They're all uh-huh. spilled over the ground. It's also covered in blood. Do I see any suspiciously C4 looking lumps? Get me a perception check. Can I as well? Okay. Sure. Angry Play-Doh no, lumps? No, actually, because you can't okay. see the whole room. Oh, that's oh, a nice 31. roll, though. You notice that the door at the southwest corner of the room is slightly cracked, as in it's not fully closed. Mm-hmm. Oh, they put some of that stuff on it. What do you want to do? Uh, that's all my moves. I stepped, and then I did my spell. All right, Eleanor, it's your turn. You I have... probably shouldn't have been able to do the perception check, but I have. Uh, it was a me thing. That's, okay. uh, that's actually, it's a weird... Hmm. It was not a seek action. Yeah, there you go. Eleanor rolls to tumble through. All right, you got the one Yeah, I'm going after one. this one here. I've probably done a lot less, but I've kept one from getting in the building. Uh, yikes, I can't roll for this. 24? Uh, to hit, to... To tumble through. Tumble through is not going to do it. Didn't think so. I will I'm attempt... I'm going to shoot at That's you. fine, shoot. <laughs> With my, uh, shot of opportunity. You hit. That's going to be a hit, and you're going to take... Uh, Please note, I did not use nipple dodge. 12 points of damage. Okay. So the question is, do we think bad guys are in there? I will attempt to faint then. Oh, that might not do it either. Dang, I might just have to hit normally. 25? 25? Mm-hmm. That will hit. Hey! Oh, okay, so I have panache. Now I'm going to strike. Yeah, that'll hit it exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't do acrobatics. I should just do deception for this then. Um, That is a 28 to hit. Uh, That's a hit. And 5d6 damage. Okay. Get that finisher, John. Let's see. That is 8, 11, 12, plus 4, 16 damage. 16 damage. And I did a finisher, so I cannot strike again. No, that was three actions anyway. Uh, You take her to zero exactly. Oh. That just kills her, doesn't it? Teamwork. Uh, Me and Dro. Sakir and Eleanor. Skelenor. Skelenor. Until we meet again, E-Man. Yeah. Or Elanir. Elanir. I like Skelenor better. It's thematic for the season. Elakir. That's all the Gilded Gunners you can see. Uh, I don't see anybody. leave initiative? You do not. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. Can I? No, I I use all three actions. I was going to move and check on my friends. Okay. Um, Um, Whose turn is it then? Yeah, whose turn? Uh, One second. Oh, I consult something real quick. Does that mean I can't do the official fight to end on my notes? <gasps> Don't worry about it. So there's one problem that you have going on here. There's no more Gilded Gunners. Uh, if you remember, you're trying to figure out where Muglin's hideout is. Yeah. You're hoping to trail one of them. Wait, what? I told you this. Go check your notes. I... We you... thought that he was in the custody of the Golden Gunners. Yeah, but you don't know where their secret hideout is. I thought that Jacob had... We no, talked about that wasn't, this. Okay. I don't remember that we had to trail them specifically. That was what uh, Phoebe suggested for you guys. However, the bartender is knocked unconscious. Out. Oh, There's another true. one that's knocked and out. And your, your buddy pal, the Div, is also knocked out. But we should you, break the bartender's hands, too. 
Yeah. But what are you guys going to do? Are let's, you let's stay, We're going to stay around in our initiative. It's the top of round four. Um, and for all intents and purposes, it is Chester's turn. Can I free action something? Yeah. I would like to inform Chester that that door is open. Oh, uh, yeah. Chester, suspiciously. Chester's going to... Okay, let me do the extra bones. One, where's this door at? Uh, bottom left corner of the kitchen. Is it like plainly visible? Because for some reason, I cannot see it. The server's having a hard time with this map. Chester believes that the guards oh. would have enough sense to tie up or handcuff the barkeep. Uh, so you moved and you interacted to open the door. Mm-hmm. You see a spare furniture. You see a bunch of crates of perishable foodstuffs um, and like supplies. It looks like what you'd expect. But more importantly, you see that there was like a table that's been moved away, giving way to a secret door that you can see, I think, from your character's vision. And there's some sort of grand-looking room beyond it. What do you do? Oh, do I see any people? Uh, you hear stuff happening, but you don't see anything. Do I? What? What's it sound like? You hear, like, gears spinning. And it's being, like, unlocked or something. Okay, Chester's going to step in. All right, you want to get up to that door? Uh, just step me in, like, the first step inside the door. Uh, to the room? Yeah. All right, so that'll be the end of your turn. Because I'm trying to find people. Uh, And then what you see is a very familiar clockwork door warden swinging at what looks to be the air. Oh, there's an invisible bitch. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm, oh, no, 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 no. And that's when we're going to pick up in our next episode. Uh-oh. Okay. (sighs) I know, I, I know exactly what has to happen. Can we play the next episode? No. <laughs> yeah, wait till next time. No. Wait till next time, Williams. <laughs> we Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon. That's T-H-I-R-D gallon. We are also on Threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at Third Gallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, check out our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash third gallon. That's K-O-F-I forward slash third gallon. Our theme music for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey.